0: Are you passionate about barbecue? Do you love the sights, the smells, the sounds, the heat? Well, if you said yes, you came to the right place. Join me on my competitive barbecue journey as I share tips, tricks, timelines, and techniques to help you reach your barbecue dreams. My name is Kurt Mueller. I'm the pitmaster of Atomic City Smokers, and it's no secret I am an absolute barbecue fanatic. I enjoy helping others and have had so many wonderful people help me on my barbecue journey. I decided I would create this podcast to help others compete on the pro circuit or become the king of their backyard barbecue. This is Barbecue for Newbies. All right, welcome into today's show, guys. I'm joined by Rob and Amy. Uh, they are the pit masters or co-pitmasters of Rum Runners Barbecue coming to us just outside of Orlando, Florida. And for some context, had the pleasure of connecting with them at the Savannah Swine at the Shrine back in August. They were my across the way neighbors. So, Rob, Amy, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. So Funny enough, uh, for our listeners, this is actually the third time we tried to record this episode. So <laughs> it's going to be an awesome one. So so buckle up your seatbelts. And as we always like to do, we've, we like to start off with the barbecue journey. I think it's something that's very interesting. And I love talking about it and hearing about how others got into this. So let's camp out on the journey for Rob and Amy into the world of competition barbecue. What did that look like?
1: So I guess... 2017 was our first pro comp. And before that, we were in the backyard for a couple of years and we had thrown a party here at our house and had a bunch of friends over and they knew one of the cook teams in Florida and called them up and said, Hey, we think we found a teammate for you. we went and met them and cooked and it just started from there and kind of morphed into rum runners being rum runners, you know,
0: Love the name. It's catchy. And there is an interesting story behind that name in and of itself, which I'll allow Amy to tell that story because it's, yes. it's a good one.
2: Yeah. So we um, we were a backyard team with another, uh, with the, the guy that we got hooked up with and he moved away. And so we decided to take over and that's when we decided to become pro. Well, we needed a name. And so we were at a farmer's market for a, the business that we have and we were in the parking lot we were just kind of like trying to figure out names, you know, we're just coming up with these weird names and we're like, no, that just doesn't work. That doesn't work. And then, um, you know, I was like, well, you like rum. How about rum runners? And it was one of those things that as soon as it was, it came out of my mouth, it was like, yes, Yes. that's it. Rum runners barbecue. (laughs) So that's, that's, that's what we are.
0: So it definitely has a good ring to it. And just from, from connecting with you guys at the swine at the shrine, it it looks like y'all, kind of make this thing a family affair. I know that you had your kids with you. Uh, is that typical for most of your competitions or is that just yeah. during the summertime?
1: For a majority of the competitions, Brady will travel with us. Yeah. So he he comes and competes in Kids' queue and That's
0: awesome.
1: rides around on a scooter,
2: yeah, puts up with the
1: other kids and yeah, yeah just gets if in trouble. Not, if he's not competing, <laughs> he's just kind
2: of hanging out, but he pretty much goes everywhere with us unless it is you know, we have a lot of stuff we have to do, then we we won't. But he actually is, uh, we're leaving the 20 in two, in two weeks to go to the American Royal. And he's nice. actually going to fly out with us. And this will be his first big competition. I think it's like 75 kids. And yeah, it's, it's pretty big. And he's going to do hamburger. And yeah. so, you know, it's, it's a lot of first for him. First big competition, first time flying. So he's, he's pretty excited about it.
1: And we're going with the shed teams. We've been team members with them for a while now, probably four or five years. Mm -hmm. So we go out there with them to all the majors and do Memphis in May and the American Royal and World Food when, when we do it and the Jack, if we ever make it there and all that. So, so it's cool. Um, But this will be the first time he's actually gone to an actual shed competition. So.
0: So it should be a lot of fun. I love that. That's one of the best things about barbecue, not just competitive, but just barbecue in general, is it is very family-oriented. And it's a great way to spend time with with your kids when they actually want to spend time with you. Because, you know, as they get older, then all of a sudden you're not cool anymore. At least (laughs) that's what I'm told. So, And for our listeners, the American Royal, if you don't know, is, I think, the largest barbecue competition in the world. Uh, I don't know that to be true, but there's something like 500 teams. Yeah, there's there?
1: four to 500 teams there, easy, yeah. and it's all on the infield of the Kansas City Speedway. Yeah, so it's really it's, cool. Yeah, it's huge. are right there. So I don't even think I've ever made it all the way around and seen everybody. Yeah. I've been there a few years now, and I take my skateboard because it's easier to ride a skateboard down the yeah. <laughs> down the road.
0: <laughs> That's exactly right. It's like the it's like the Super Bowl of or the olympics of of barbecue. So it's pretty neat. And that is that's is that a kCB that's a kCBS uh, sanctioned event, okay. So that actually segues pretty nicely into another topic I wanted to touch on because I know you guys are in Florida. I know the FBA is huge in Florida, the Florida Barbecue yeah. Association. So when you guys were starting out, was it simply a, you know when you looked at, okay, are we going to do FBA? Are we going to do KCBS? Was it simply just a proximity thing? You know, was it, hey, these are closer to us, so we'll do them? Or how did you, how did that come about? I,
1: I don't know. We kind of, I mean, I it, of... it was a majority FBA yeah. in the beginning. And now we've branched out into KCBS over the last few years. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we want to actually get into GBA a little bit and play sure. around with that. and Maybe even do some whole hog stuff like NBA and stuff. So it wasn't just like centered on Florida just for the one sanction. We we kind of like just well, kind of progressed into it, I guess. Yeah. We kind of started, it started out.
2: of We just kind of did the the competitions that the, the old team did. Kind of. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. That's some that we had been to. We were like, oh hey, we wanted to go back to that one and you know go back to it as rum runners and and do professional. Yeah. So it, we started there, yeah. And then we we even we do the SCA as well. Um, so I mean it's just try to get to all the different
1: fields of it. I mean, if if we can cook it, we'll we'll yeah. do it. So I like just the com- competition side of it by itself, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. So, now you now Rob, you mentioned you you mentioned the World Food Championships earlier in the conversation. I want to camp out on that. And the reason I think so what's appealing to me about the World Food Championships is the creativity or the mm-hmm. the the longer leash, right, that you get. Uh, in that space. Is that something, what's the draw for you guys to to that style, the world, you know, the WFC, is that, is it the creative part or is there something else that draws you to that?
1: Um, we went with the Shed team for, the la- well, we didn't go last year, I think, or the year before.
2: 2019 was no, the last, last
1: one. So it's been a little bit since we've been there, but they do something a little bit different. They have like um, IBCA, I think it is, mm-hmm. in Texas. So they have that, and they have the eats category, and yeah, there was something like an eats category or something. So you can actually do like a platter.
2: A lot of creativity. So a lot of, about, there's creativity
1: yes. in it. And then the next day is like when we competed. The next day was the uh, IBCA, like where you put it in a box with the aluminum foil in it, and and everything, the half chicken, and and so on, and the ribs. But she's actually going to be back there this year as rum runners, so mm-hmm. I won't be there this year. Yeah,
2: she's it's going to be there. um, it's the firewoman challenge that they have. Nice. Um, it's uh, let's see, myself, uh, Christina Fitzgerald, Sonny Moody,
0: yep.
2: and um, Heather Sinyard, and Holly Jubarat. Yep. So the five of us are going up against each other, ninety minutes to cook whatever we want to cook with just live fire. No, you know, oh, we can't wow. have no electricity, so can't use a pellet smoker. You got to use, you know, wood, whatever. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting because I've never done anything like this before. So it's definitely a, a way out of my comfort zone. Sure. But that's what I, I, I want. You know, I I want to challenge myself and and to you know just to see see what I can do and and you know how well I can do. I'm looking forward to it for sure.
0: I love how you talked about getting out of your comfort zone because food competing you know not just barbecue has a way of forcing you to get out of your comfort zone and it is challenging but i think it's necessary because i think if you're if you're not constantly sharpening the saw so to speak then you tend to get tend to get complacent um and you tend to just get a little rusty right like anything else in life i think that that has a a possibility of of occurring but i also feel like i wanted to camp out on this but i also feel like most of the, of the teams I've met, they have a very, well, two traits I've noticed very quickly. One, they have a very competitive spirit. They just like to compete period. Doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, for the most part, not all of them, but for the most part, they, they want to continually improve and challenge themselves. Is that, is that something you guys see as well? Am I way off base there or am I on the right track? Oh no. Yeah, I mean,
1: even after after Savannah, I'll be honest, that was probably our worst showing in a very long yeah. time. I'm talking years. And I mean it, it actually struck a chord in me. Like I it lit me oh, it yeah, lit me is. on fire. I mean I've I put <laughs> I don't even know how many chicken cooks I put on in and rib cuts yeah. and, and I've been just going at it, like just trying to I was one that's never really practiced a lot because you never have a judge in front of you. There's not a certified judge that across the table like telling you, know, "Here's what I think." Makes your
2: family's kind of like,
1: oh, "Yeah, yeah, that's no, oh, yeah. the
2: best I've ever had," at your friends as well. And yeah, and you're like, "Okay, totally well,
1: different. I have no basis on that." So practicing kind of stinks a little bit, but it's allowed me to get back into a rhythm.
2: Kind of perfect so those techniques.
1: We have a competition this weekend, so I'm open. I definitely don't want to be back where I was. You know. At, like I was in Savannah. So. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was rough. It was
0: well, I can confidently say in Savannah that absolutely was our worst showing. Uh, I don't know how much worse I could have done when you when you miss a turn it. But anyway, you know, there's that means I, I hit the bottom. So there's always room to to to, <laughs> to go back up. I think
2: we've all done that. Did our that.
1: first pro competition, yeah. I got we got DQ'd, and it was kind of funny because, and this is where. I will tell you, the one tip that I could ever give anybody is put a whiteboard up mm-hmm. in your trailer and write down your turn-in times and anything else you want. because the pieces bo-
2: you have to have? Yeah, have to. in
1: fact, I've got all the sanctions wrote down, how many pieces on each box. Basically, just any just notes. little notes that you want to put on there that will remind you. And you just glance at it, and okay, I know I gotta go ahead and put chicken on, or I gotta go ahead and put ribs on. Yeah,
2: timelines are key. Yeah.
1: So the for our first competition, we didn't have that. We didn't even yeah. have a trainer yet. <laughs> no. So we were we were old school tables, yeah, uh, canopies, canopies, couple canopies yeah. up, yeah. And uh, we were, you know, sweating our butts off. And you we, know? Got
2: our, we got our uh, categories backwards.
1: Yeah. So Ooh. I started working on. We, we just had our chicken turn in. I started working on money muscle and stuff like that and getting it getting it ready to get going and stuff. And um I went ahead and built a pork box.
2: Yeah. And we turned mm-hmm. the, the we turned the pork in yeah. for the ribs.
1: Yeah, and thank goodness we we had already got a Cambro, so we had had that. So when they came back with it, I just threw it in the Camaro and turned it back in yeah. our are <laughs> So oh wow, okay, so, so yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, so I didn't have to rebuild a box, yeah. but I was like, well, that just sucks, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right now, now we're on now we're in the back half of the pack again. <laughs> so that was our very first. So the jitters got out of the way in a hurry.
2: Right, <laughs> but it definitely happens to everybody at yes. some point in time.
1: Yes.
0: So you you talked about the, you know, being disappointed in the Savannah cook and coming back and kind of lighting a fire to get, mm-hmm. you know, in the arena, so to speak. Well, I, love, I love talking about mindset because I think mindset is just as important as skill and experience. What, what was the mindset like, right? So you were disappointed with the results. Was it, hey, let's dwell on this on the ride home and then let's push it to the side once we get home or – Take me through that, because I get asked a lot of questions about that. Oh, no. We, was we, like? we had some conversations. Yeah, no, it was, it was sure. definitely
2: <laughs> on the way home. It was, it was discussed a lot. Well, it was, you know, you go through all the stages of, you know, like, I can't believe a judge would say that, because we just had some very weird off comments. I don't know yeah. if you had any or not, but it was like. They were contradicting comments, you know. However,
1: I, I like the comments. Yes. For Any judges that's watching this, I love the comments because no matter how weird it is, it's because helpful. It's helpful to us, it can be a little know? confusing. But, but yeah, exactly. So, so, so
2: you know, we we discuss the comments. We're like, oh, I can't please. So you go through the different stages of being being you know disappointed, then you're mad about <laughs> it, and then you know you get. But finally, once we got home, it was like, okay all right, now what are we going to do about it? Yep. You know, but yeah, so, you know, we definitely were like, okay, let's figure out what we need to do to fix this. So, you know, we kind of looked at the comments again and said, okay, well, this is what they're wanting or what they're not wanting. And then you kind of just go from there and then just, you know, okay. find your plan of...
1: We practice with all four meats. I mm-hmm. mean, everything is yeah. pork brisket. I mean, we did everything up until this comp. So we feel confident going into it. You know, obviously you know, once it gets in front of a judge, it's up to the judge, you know, but we feel confident going into this one. We're going to walk in, you know, Hey, we're going to win this thing. So that's the mindset we're going to walk in with.
0: I like that. Now, did you make any, so one of the things I've noticed is this urge or this desire to start having all these changes and okay, I'm going to completely revamp this recipe. Did you have any of that thought process?
1: No, not really. I mean, we kind of honed in on some of our cook processes a little bit more and really watched our timing on things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, I don't know who it was that told me this and and it's probably been a long time, but, and I don't know if it's kind of accurate Mm. or not, but I mean, we lose our contest in the last 15 minutes of a contest, you know, I mean, it's pulling the meat off at the right time, having that perfect rest on it and getting Mm. into the judges, getting it boxing into the judges. So I really think that, you know, that's where we need to concentrate on more than anything. I mean, we, I still honed in like say chicken, you know, okay. I made sure I really honed in on our, on our processes of timing and everything else, but I really watched that last little bit of our cooks and, and that's where we, that's where we're going to concentrate on, on this one.
2: And we're always looking for, you know, little tips or techniques, you know, things that we can make things better you know, so Make whether it whether yeah. it's, you know, you know <laughs> using a, a different kind of little uh, tong thing or something, you know, for for dipping or just, you know, different things. And, and a lot of the classes that you take, it's not necessarily trying to duplicate, you know, what they're, they're doing. doing. It's taking little tidbits of what they're doing. And adopt it into your process and and making it your own, but going, oh wow, that's a fantastic idea! I never thought of doing that because you know, wow, it's a time saver or it's you know just easy and it you know anything to make you know life easier on things.
0: That's exactly right. And so, what's your? Let's talk about your favorite meat to cook. What's your favorite one to cook of the four? I like ribs. I like cooking ribs. I like that's ribs too, so but
1: I tend to be the only one that like handles chicken on our table. <laughs> so, we have a couple other teammates and they don't want nothing to do with it. So, they're There's like, no, the no. <laughs> you, no, you got chicken, you're good. Yeah. So, I kind of like chicken because I think it is the hardest protein to cook. I mean, it's like a, there is no missing with chicken, it is spot on. You have to be perfect almost every single time. Mm-hmm. So, you're a little bit over or you miss that window. I'll uh, say so you're cooking thighs and you miss that window, you know, you could be dry, you know. So, right.
2: and even the prep of it, you know,
1: oh, just I'm prepping chicken today. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> he's
2: doing that today. <laughs> but it's you know, you know, doing the skins and trimming it down and stuff. It, it's I literally have said this so many times that somebody could make a killing with just a business of going around and trimming people's chickens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's I know there's teams that would be like, oh yeah, I would pay somebody to do that.
1: I mean cleanup. I might after a competition. <laughs> Pack do. up my trailer for me. I'll pay you a couple
2: hundred dollars. Because that's just it's something that you just ugh, you don't want to do. Especially after a contest
0: yeah. too. That's exactly especially when it's hot like it was in Savannah. I've even heard of folks that make decent money just building um, you know, the kale boxes uh for teams. Yes. <laughs> How about brisket? What are your guys' thoughts on brisket?
1: Oh no, we like brisket. Amy actually does our brisket. For the most part, her and uh, another guy that uh, cooks on our team, they do pretty good with it. So
2: yeah, I just started. I I started with just I trim. I've learned how to trim, so I'll usually trim it, and then Han will come in and he'll do all the like the the final stuff, and he'll he'll season it. Sometimes you know he'll say, "You would just go ahead and season it" or what have you. So we kind of tackle it together. But I, I'm I'm learning learning brisket so that's I guess my next category that maybe I'll just completely fall in love with I don't know but it's uh it's definitely a lot of work trimming trying to like you know basically manhandle this big piece of meat and we've had
1: some success in the past with it I mean we've we've gotten calls with it it's just you know it's just one of the it's still kind of like one of those wild card categories you know we've been pretty solid in chicken and ribs and and sometimes pork, and then it really our big needs are kind of our wild cards. If we could actually get all of them to hit at one time, it'd be nice.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's and that's the key, right? Is that's what some of the you know the best teams in the country can do consistently? Is they consistently yes. get calls in all four categories, which is why they're either the GC or the RGC. And you know, that's I think that's everybody's goal. Everybody is striving to to hit those marks. So let's talk about, I wanted to chat a little bit about just the region that you guys are in. So Central Florida area, what's the, you know, what's the local barbecue like, you know, and I'll give you an reason I'm asking this is oftentimes I get asked, you know, in our area where we live on the South Carolina, Georgia line, I get a lot of (laughs) questions about, well, what's barbecue like? And really in our area, it's a mix, you know, you've got some mustard base, you've got some vinegar base, you've got some tomato base with sweet. So it's really just kind of a Hodgepodge of a lot of different flavors. What's it like your way? Is it similar to that, or is there a defined, you know, style of barbecue and flavor in the Central Florida area?
1: Not really. I mean, there's there's a couple like small restaurants around. Like um, one is called Keller's, and they've got a, just a couple locations, and they still cook kind of like that. I want to say more vinegar-based type, you know, sauce and and everything. Uh, we've got a couple chains like Sonny's Mission, Four yep. Rivers, and them. And there is one place that I'm in love with, and it's in Orlando, and it's called uh, Pig Floyd's, and he does a fusion style barbecue.
2: Yeah, it's really good. And it's
1: a little bit of Latin, a little bit of Asian twist to it, and it's just it's such a different spin on it. It's so nice, you know.
0: I love that. So, it's, so it sounds like it's it's kind of a just a a, a mixture of a lot of different flavors a lot of different styles there's not like a you know like with texas barbecue it's very mm-hmm. it's very definitive of what kind of barbecue that is or with a south georgia type it's very definitive or a memphis yeah, and like
1: sunny's is based out of here sunny's is, is right here in orlando you know they have their own little style but they've they've like put up joints all over the south but i think there's probably some up near your way too there so, sure are, yeah, and they've done a really good job with it. But you know, they're still they're still a franchise, you know, restaurant. So I, I like to try to find the mom and pops ones. It's got the little shack in it, and there's there's like one in Georgia that I go to all the well, every time I go through there, and it's just a small little restaurant, and I I think it's the greatest, you know. And
2: we do have some good ones here.
1: Oh yeah,
0: I love that. I love the different flavors that can come from all of this, and the ideas that people bring to the table, and the creativity that's out there has always been pretty, pretty fascinating to me. So, all right, let's take a time travel trip. If we can, let's rewind the clock back to 2017. So five years ago, when you guys started out and you had the canopies and you had some of the six foot, eight foot tables set up, you probably looked like you were tailgating uh, for a football (laughs) game. What are some things you've learned along this five year barbecue journey that you would tell your younger selves back in 2017?
1: Man, That's a good question. Don't,
0: don't give up.
1: Yeah, no matter how bad the outcome can be, sometimes yeah, you just gotta keep pushing forward, keep working,
2: just keep practicing. Because you know, even when you have that that bad competition, and you're like, oh my gosh, why are we doing this? Sometimes you know, it's just super frustrating that you know, just just keep going. Or even like you know, when we do the STAs, and you know, you get dead last. It's it's really frustrating because you're like, oh, you know, I I what did I do wrong? So you just don't give up at that point. Yeah. You just go back and you just look at what you did. And, you know, if you can retrace your steps and figure out what your problem was and just fix it, but, but to never give up because yeah. that's, you know, you don't ever want to give up because practice makes perfect but practice makes, you know, progress. Well,
1: that's yeah, right. I mean, yeah. And, you know, it's a craft. I mean, you just keep honing in on, on the craft You keep figuring it out, you know,
0: I you love learn that.
1: something every time. Yeah.
0: That's exactly right. You either win or you learn, right? There's, there's, it's a win-win. It's not a win-lose. Exactly. Uh, you either win or you learn. So, how can our listeners and other folks, how can they connect with you guys? How can they see your stuff? How can they follow you? Where, where are you guys on social media?
1: Social media-wise, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, we're all under Run Runners Barbecue. We actually have a rub out on the market, and uh, we've got a couple more rubs coming out, and some sauces and stuff. Over time. And our web page that we're we're building, it's actually done, it's kind of live, but we're working on the uh, store side of it and just making sure orders are going to go through properly. Um, It's rumrunnerbarbecue.com. You have to drop the S. Uh, Somebody owns that other page and won't give it up unless you pay a lot of money.
0: Naturally. So, again, that was rumrunnerbarbecue.com, and we'll have that in the show notes as well as social media links so that our listeners can follow you guys and just keep track of your, of your journey with these rubs and sauces. You know, I'd be curious to see what you guys come out with. So I love that. Um, always enjoy talking barbecue and I'm glad that we were able to connect down in Savannah about a oh, month thanks. or so ago. So uh, thanks so much guys for joining us on the show. And okay, yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely. And, and hope to see you guys out on the trail sometime soon. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you so much for listening to Barbecue for Newbies. Make sure to share this episode with a buddy who's looking to get into barbecue. Follow us for more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And last but not least, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Chat with you next time.